The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Harry Potter Theory YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today, we're going to be discussing Harry Potter events in the medieval period. Do you know the tale of Godelow the Dark Wizard, or the history of early Quidditch? How about the very first Triwizard Tournament? If you take a moment and look back at the history of the medieval wizarding world, you'll find the answer to all these questions, and more. So join me as we trek back a few hundred years and learn a thing or two about wizards and witches in the Middle Ages. 10th Century Dark Wizard Godelow Continuing the tradition of Herpo the Fowl, Godelow pushed the study of dark magic to its limits. With the Elder Wand under his control, the Dark Wizard recorded his discoveries in a book called Magique Most Evil. Through that book, later wizards would master many spells and curses that would be outlawed by the Ministry of Magic centuries later. Interestingly, Godelow considered some magical topics too taboo to write about, an uncommon trait for a Dark Wizard. Although he knew a great deal about Horcruxes, Godelow wouldn't explain how to create them in his book. His contribution to magic aided Lord Voldemort and the Death Eaters during the 20th century. He was also directly connected to Harry Potter, since he had once possessed the Elder Wand. The Founding of Hogwarts About a decade before the turn of the first millennium, four powerful wizards and witches gathered in Scotland to open the doors to a brand new school. These four figures, Godric Gryffindor, Salazar Slytherin, Rowena Ravenclaw, and Helga Hufflepuff would never have believed that their school would remain, a thousand years later, as one of the greatest wizarding academies in the world. Although the school created some of the greatest wizards and witches in history, it was also responsible for educating the most terrible dark wizards, like Voldemort. 11th Century Quidditch Predecessor Early predecessors of Quidditch were captured in paintings and books around Europe and Britain. One of these, a game from Germany known as Stickstock or Stickstock, bore a striking resemblance. In it, two teams of broom-mounted wizards flew around a field, trying to score goals by puncturing a dragon's bladder filled with air. Another of these early predecessors came from Ireland. This one, called Eingingain, shares a few common traits but you can clearly see how it diverges. Instead of pitting two teams against each other, this game consisted of a simple racing course, which wizards individually raced through. Their time was recorded at the very end of the course, after they successfully threw a ball through a goal. Sir Cadogan versus the Wyvern of Y. Although the Muggle world didn't know about it, there was another member of Sir Arthur's Knights of the Round Table. His name was Sir Cadogan, and he was a wand-carrying member of the wizarding community. During his time as a knight, Cadogan faced off against a wyvern from River Y. At first, Cadogan couldn't muster the strength needed to defeat the beast, and was quickly beaten back. But in their second encounter, Cadogan struck a lucky blow, and killed the creature in a fiery display. Bloody Baron murders Helena Ravenclaw Although he was one of the ghosts that haunted Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, the Bloody Baron's deeds in life should have prohibited him from being around children. In the 11th century, when Rowena Ravenclaw's daughter, Helena, ran away, the Baron was sent after her. When he caught up with Helena, 
the Baron tried to convince her to come back together with him. Of course, she refused, and the Baron, overwhelmed with anger, decided the best course of action was to kill the woman he loved. And that's exactly what he did. With a short knife, the Baron murdered Helena in cold blood. In the aftermath, he was so overwhelmed with shame that the Baron turned the blade on himself and took his own life. Sword of Gryffindor Sometime during the 11th century, Godric Gryffindor's famous ruby-adorned sword was crafted by the goblin named Ragnuk I. The sword was so spectacular that the goblins tried to steal it back from Godric, but after a short conflict, the Hogwarts co-founder quickly sent the goblins home in defeat. Chamber of Secrets During this century, Salazar Slytherin and his three other co-founders came to an impasse. Slytherin refused to allow half-bloods and muggle-borns to enroll at Hogwarts, and the other three disagreed. In the end, Slytherin left the school, but not without leaving a gift. He crafted the Chamber of Secrets away from the prying eyes of the other house leaders, and left it with a basilisk inside, to protect the honor of purebloods. Malfoys come to England During the late 11th century, the Malfoys voyaged to England after successfully aiding William the Conqueror during the Battle of Hastings. Draco Malfoy's ancestor at the time, a wizard known to his peers as Armon, fought against Harold Godwinson. In doing so, he won a nice plot of land for himself as a reward, and he used his status to rise through society as a pure-blood wizard. 12th Century Trade in Wizarding Communities Throughout the 12th century, the wizarding community in Britain continued to evolve. During this time, many new businesses formed, and bartering became a weekly or daily event for everyday wizards and witches. During this century, the very first glimmer of capitalism in the wizarding community and the dense shopping district of Diagon Alley can be seen. Puddlemere United founded Wizards and witches continued to refine the game of Quidditch, and by the year 1163, the game had become so popular that league teams were established. The oldest one, Puddlemere United, was created this year. 13th Century Golden Snidget Introduced The Golden Snidget, a predecessor of the Golden Snitch, was first introduced in a Quidditch match in this century. Instead of a small enchanted ball, an actual yellow bird, named a Snidget, was used, and instead of awarding 150 points to the winning team, whoever caught the bird was promised 150 galleons. By the end of the game, every spectator in the stands realized that Snidgets made the game much more thrilling. From that day on, the birds were included in every game. International Warlocks Convention In the year 1289, a mysterious order of warlocks convened in a secret meeting. Even if you pore over the historical records for days, you won't be able to find much about this clandestine conference. Since warlocks were known to be battle-hardened wizards, it's likely that the meeting was called in order to avoid a new war in the wizarding community, or launch a secret one. Triwizard Tournament In the 13th century, the very first Triwizard Tournament between Hogwarts, Beaubaton, and Durmstrang was held. Since that day, the tournament has been held every five years for over seven centuries. Although the games had been put on hold in the late 18th century, they eventually returned during Harry Potter's time at Hogwarts in the late 1990s. A Manticore Attack During the medieval era, 
Human settlements had forced many of the magical worlds, beasts and creatures to the fringes. This meant dangerous encounters were at an all-time low, and growing ever rarer. But in the 13th century, a savage manticore attacked an innocent passerby, terrorizing the local community and pushing the wizarding world to its limits. In the end, the manticore was too powerful to capture, and ended up leaving the site of its attack out of its own volition. 14th Century Golden Snitch During the 14th century, the Golden Snitch was finally introduced in the game of Quidditch. This saved the lives of thousands of Golden Snidgets, the yellow-feathered bird which had been used for centuries prior. The creature had nearly been put into extinction by its use in the Wizarding game. The Golden Snitch marked one of the final changes to the game of Quidditch. By the end of the century, the only new additions were rules declaring when and where you could play the game, in order to avoid detection by muggles. More Witch Hunts Throughout the 14th century, muggle persecution of witches and wizards escalated. With witch hunts and public burnings at all-time highs, the wizarding community desperately pleaded, in secret, with muggle leaders to stop the violence. With only a few royal families interested in helping wizards, the magical community was forced to come up with a solution themselves. So, they created the Flame Freezing Charm, which made the Muggles' fascination with burning witches alive at the stake an impossible feat to achieve. Philosopher's Stone Invented Nicolas Flamel was born in 1326, and only a few decades later, his passionate pursuit of alchemy led him to create the Sorcerer's Stone. With this stone, he was able to produce the Elixir of Life, which kept him and his wife alive for hundreds of years. At the time, this was the only successful creation of the stone, which had been the goal of alchemists for thousands of years. More Quidditch Teams As the Golden Snitch made the game of Quidditch more accessible, more and more regional teams sprouted up. The Wimborne Wasps and many more joined other established teams, like the Pride of Portree and the Kenmare Kestrels. With so many swelling teams, sightings by muggles became more and more common, and so did the wizarding court's fines for getting caught. And that's it for this video. If you want to know what happened in the centuries that followed, then please leave a comment down below. Until next time, remember, it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live.